Draymond Green and the Warriors at the Golden One Center this Sunday. Before we get to that, thank you, JR, producer, sharing with us that uh, Josina Anderson from ESPN uh, just tweeting breaking news here. She, she says that it doesn't look like Deshaun Watson is going to play for the Browns against the 49ers Sunday. And that's a huge loss, right? If you're if you're Cleveland, you know, at the beginning of the season, I looked at this game as a potential tough one. You have to travel east, obviously, to face the Browns. They have a great defense. You know, Deshaun Watson's second year in the system, and now uh, he's not going to be out there on the field, uh, and, and that's a huge loss, uh, I think, for uh, Cleveland. And and so, who who are they going? PJ Walker. Looks like PJ uh, Walker. Walker. Yeah, yeah. Temple product will get good the star. Yeah, good for him. But and this, good for the 49ers. Yeah, great for the 49ers, Right. This game takes a whole different uh, complexion. You know, going into it now. You know. 17 to 6 would get it done. You know, I, I think it'll be a, a little larger the deficit, you know, discrepancy than that. But uh, the Niners catching a break once again. Yeah. And now that's the story in Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, okay, he's hurt. I, we thought he was medically cleared. So there are questions about why he's not playing, how badly hurt he is. So they've got that on top of everything else they've had to deal with this year and everything else they've had to deal with when it comes to Deshaun Watson. But looks like no Deshaun Watson for the 49ers on Sunday. Yeah. Now, Sunday night, of course. Kyle's got the call uh, for the Kings and the Warriors. And Draymond Green, I'd say he had an impact on the series last year. Would you agree with that? I think so. Left his mark. Yeah, left his mark. On the rivalry. Put his foot down on this uh, series. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, so he was on NBC Sports Bay Area's Dubs Talk, had some thoughts on the Kings and the Warriors. And here's Draymond comparing uh, the two franchises. The, the reason I'm cool with that word being used is because there is a NorCal thing there. Like, okay, there is a Northern okay. California yeah, thing of us in Sacramento, you know, the Bay in Sacramento being so close, yet so different, yet so similar. You kind of got that whole thing going on. Then you add in Vivette, who was a minority owner here before he outright bought the Kings. Mike B. Mm-hmm. Mike B has won championships here with us. Right. Like, three championships, right. if I'm not mistaken. It's just bigger than basketball. Now, when he says he's cool with that word being used, the word is rivalry. And by the way, that's uh, <laughs> Zena Keita, I believe, is a reporter he's talking to from NBC Sports Bay Area. So, yeah, Draymond's cool with the rivalry being used here because um, of the, um, the the geographic uh, aspect of this match. Yeah, and, and one thing he mentioned is, you know, it's bigger than basketball. You know, it's not this rivalry isn't just about the guys on the court. It's the geography. It's the fan base. You got some fans in the Bay Area who are Kings fans and vice versa. I mean, you get to Vacaville, Fairfield, you know, some of those areas, you know, there's a segment of Kings uh, fans there and a segment of uh, obviously Warriors fans. And so this is the battle for NorCal supremacy. You know, you could talk about Lakers, Clippers, and that being a rivalry. Maybe it is down there. But for us, this is our rivalry. So I agree with Draymond, yeah. I think it's in a way good for the Kings and Kings fans that a member of the team that's won the multiple championships acknowledges that. You know, sometimes it'd be easy for the Warriors to say, well, they got to beat us before it's a rivalry. So I don't know. On some level, there's, I think uh, that's something of a, 
a nod of respect that he says, yeah, it's a it's a rivalry. Yeah, because the Kings took him to Game 7, the brink of elimination. You know, many believe Sacramento should have won that series. You go down there, the you hook. win Game 6, must win. You come back home, you got Game 7 at home. It should be Game Setter match. And so I, I think, you know, when you look at the series uh, they had with the Warriors, it was a dogfight. It wasn't like, you know, they rolled over anybody or anything like that. The Kings... It took a 50-point game from Steph Curry for the Warriors to eliminate Sacramento. Don't you think it's fair to say that the Kings played were so tough that they didn't have much of a chance of winning the next round? Yeah, I think so. It took a lot out of them, obviously, a lot out of Steph. I mean, and that's the thing. When you watch this Warriors team, Steph had to be superhuman, you know, to to get it done. And then you go against LeBron and AD. And so I I just think, you know what, you know, like all of last year, the Kings put the league on notice. The Kings put the Warriors on notice as well that, you know, those days of kicking our butt, coming into our building, smacking us up, that's, that's not going to happen anymore. I don't think that there are a lot of Kings fans who have much respect for Draymond Green, <laughs> but Draymond Green does say the Kings earned his respect. Start talking the basketball side of it, and that team gained my respect. Mm. And it's a lot of teams we've played over the course of this run that they ain't gained no respect. Like, you respect those, that team? Like, you ain't giving them nothing? No. No, okay. But All that right, team gained my respect. Uh, they Ooh. got a bunch of young, hungry guys uh, led by De'Aaron Fox, who I think is a superstar, will be a superstar in this league. And they're hungry. They're going after it. And I respect that. Like, I remember, like, I think I can look at them and, like, I remember that part of the journey. Mm. And, like, yeah. The reality is, that's the sweetest part of the journey. When nobody think you can do it, like when people act like they for you until they go a little wrong and then they flip back. Like they, they're right now in the sweetest part of the right. journey. They're proving themselves. And, and, I, and I love and appreciate that. And like I said, in playing against those guys and going in seven game series, like all of these playoff series, you either lose like, man, I respected those guys, or I don't, I don't really respect them at all. And they gain my respect. By the way, the team he's talking about there, when he says, we played teams, we don't respect them. He's talking about Memphis. <laughs> right, exactly. They, right, exactly he's talking about. Uh, to Memphis. And so, but does it matter that we've earned Draymond's respect? How do you feel about that? I get it, Draymond. I like it. Okay, we, 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 we appreciate that. But does that make you feel a certain way? I, I don't care if we have his respect. We're trying to kick his butt. Who's Draymond Green? That's it was odd because as he talked about it, it's almost like what he's saying is, you know, they're kind of like us. They want to be like us. So, and we love Mike, and I love De'Aaron Fox, and they're doing it our way. And they're, you know, we, we did it <laughs> right. first, and, and good for them. They're like the the knockoff version of, yeah. of us. You yeah. know, they're they're the B-rated version of us. You yeah. know, they they want to be like us. Uh-huh. It, it was kind of a a, a backwards uh, a thing. little bit. Yeah, yeah. A bit. I didn't like that. I didn't yeah. like that. So we'll see how things unfold. I don't know. I know he's had a sprained ankle. I don't know if we're going to see him. I do think there are going to be some kind of fireworks, but it, we might have to wait for the regular season yeah. for that between he and Sabonis. Again, I'm not advocating it. I'd just be surprised <laughs> if we don't see some of it. Yeah. Is it Sabonis that delivers the message? Is it Fox? Is it, uh, JaVale you know, McGee. is it our boy JaVale McGee? Like somebody has to, you know, I'm not, like you said, I'm not advocating, but you know, Maybe a little hard foul, 
maybe uh you know a, a little uh, hard screen or something like that no elbows or nothing dirty like that but you you got to send a message to Draymond we ain't forget that yeah you know as long as no one's hurt or anything right. and you know that's that's hard to guarantee if you're going to take a shot at somebody but i almost think the warriors would never admit this publicly but privately i think they'd say yeah they they kind of owed us one Right, right? Yeah. after what Draymond right, did. Right, right. It's like baseball. You know, you may not get them the next at bat, or you know, you may wait a few games, but you you should know it's coming. And so, I, I know the fans will be ready. They'll give Draymond the business. I wonder if he'll be in the building on uh, Sunday. He's not playing, mm. obviously, dealing with that ankle injury. But uh, the fans will give him the business. And you know, I want to see, especially during the regular season, that Friday game when they play them. The level of intensity. We talked about defensive intensity from the Kings and the lack thereof so far in the preseason. I hope I see it come to regular season in that Warriors game. How good is this Warrior team? All these people that are saying it's a championship Don't get team. me started, Whitey. Well, we'll just give you a second here. <laughs> All right. We'll come back to that. Also, uh, we'll look at this whole question of who's the best player in the NBA. Is it really that difficult as we head down the home stretch here? Drive guys on Sacktown Sports. Look, we appreciate you being with us today. And I, Kyle, I feel like we should apologize because we're just not able to do the whole show today because we got Thursday night football, hear it here, uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs. But uh, we're just getting warmed up. We're going to have to step aside here in a little bit. But yeah. Still some pizza left in the box. Yeah, that's why I uh, came with some uh, hot takes early in this one. You know, usually I save them for the <laughs> five o'clock hour, you know, when I'm really fired up. But uh, yeah, short show. Uh, going to run home, watch this uh, football game tonight. Uh, Chiefs, big favorites, big favorites. Uh, ten and a half. Game. Yeah, I think it was ten and a half uh, was the number, and so uh, I know yeah. you don't want to bet on that game after what happened to you last week. So I just won't even. What happened? Oh, with the Vikings? No, with uh, uh with what? You had the Washington Commanders, and I had the Bears. Oh, oh, the- <laughs> my Bears. Bears might through. not win another game the rest of the year. That's they might fine. be. You're like, as long as they won that one, I'm good. <laughs> oh man, you you got anything on this one? Who who are you taking in this? Uh, can uh. Denver cover tonight or what? I don't want any part of Denver. I would feel like if you want Kansas City in 10 and a half, that's probably the way the to play, go. Huh? I might yeah. be interested in Denver, but I don't want to have anything to do with Russell Wilson or Sean Payton right now. I don't want to hitch my right. wagon What's to going on with in it? any yeah, way, shape, or form. So, no thank you. Sort of a dumpster fire uh, right now. What's going on there? Mm-hmm. Like, they had so much promise. Thought they'd be better. But not tonight. Not yeah. tonight. They're gonna they're gonna face a tough and it's at KC, I do believe, tonight. So it's gonna be tough. Yeah, Taylor Swift's supposed to be there. So Ooh, yeah. And, okay. and uh, Kelsey's supposed to play. <laughs> um, you have any thoughts on the Warriors? I saw somewhere someone was asking, who's more disrespected by the fact that the GMs gave them no votes to win the championship, the Lakers or the Warriors? Are the Warriors disrespected in that regard? No, I, because I don't see why people think the Warriors can win a championship this year. And this is no knock to them. When they actually won the championship, Jordan Poole was a big part of that. I know he had a bad postseason this past year, but two postseasons ago, he was pre- he had some big shots for them. He was big in that Celtic series as well. And when you look at the West, Denver's much better than they were two years ago. The Kings are much better. The Lakers, I could argue, are even better. Uh, And so I just think the Warriors' age is catching up with them. You could argue, outside of Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins is probably their second-best player. Now, if Andrew Wiggins uh, plays at a high level, that gives them something. But I don't think the addition of Chris Paul is enough 
to to move them into the top four in the West. I liked the addition of Chris Paul in some aspects, but in others, I think to your point, it creates also more questions than they had before. It's like, okay, does he start? Does he come off the bench? And that's not just a cosmetic thing because their starters last year, starting lineup was the best in the league. So if Chris Paul starts, then all all of a sudden, right. already it's Why like, are you well, messing wait, with that? breaking up the best starting unit, and then they got so many guards. So, yeah, it's hard for me to see that team. Uh, they're going to be fun to watch, but as they get older and older, as you said, how are they going to be – that much better than they were last year, enough to compete for a championship. Yes, yeah, Steph I'm Curry not it. still has to carry a huge load, I think, for that uh, Warriors team. And, you know, he's starting to get up there in age. Uh, it, it's sort of like LeBron. LeBron still has to carry a huge load for the Lakers, and so I'm not as confident in them as a Denver, as a Memphis, as a Sacramento right now. That's why it would have been so sweet, as everyone knows, to beat the Warriors last year, right? To knock them right. out when they were the defending <laughs> champs. Right. right. Talk about a statement. Yeah. Talk about an, the arrival. And then you take on the Lakers. But, you know, sure you played them tough. You forced them to seven games. You got Draymond's respect. But winning a playoff series against the defending champs, mm-hmm. that would have been so much more sweet. Whatever happened to that was house money. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if you lose to the Lakers, okay, I get it. But you knocked off. Steph Curry and the Warriors, they were that close. Yeah, I, I was wondering what you thought of the, uh, the the cherry on top of the ESPN Top 100 came down to the 10 best players in the league, and they named Giannis the best player. I think he's one, and the Joker is second. Do you have any thoughts on that? Obviously, you're nitpicking when you get to the very top. Yeah. Uh, to me, Jokic is the best player in the league, and I don't know why people can't just see that for what it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that, to be honest with you, uh, that, that you know, uh, Giannis was still – number one, because when you look at other metrics, other um, rankings, for some reason, people aren't, aren't, you know, before the trade, when when they acquired Lillard, people were sort of riding off the bucks, you know? Uh, They were clearly behind the Celtics, but they still had Giannis, you know? And so I think one of the biggest surprises for me, Luka was what? Four, three or four? Sorry, four, I think, behind the bead. Uh, Four. Like, what? I'm with you on that, too. Like, uh, I saw you know, that. Like, That's it's like, wrong. come on. I mean, he puts up numbers. They're sort of empty. Tatum six, Curry five, Luka four. Right. Luka ahead of Tatum That's and Curry. Not correct. Now, remember, Tatum's been the best player on a team that played in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry, obviously a Finals MVP, four time champ. Luka, for some reason, I mean, and maybe this is, you know, my bias now. There's this uh, segment of Luca pushback uh, that's going on right now. But I need to see more from him, man. I need to see him be a better leader uh, and help lead this team to the postseason. Uh, do you know what he was you. last uh, year? Do you know what he was last year? I didn't realize this. Year? I just saw it. Last year, he was third. So his team wow. doesn't even make the playoffs. And he slips one just spot. Just one spot. Just one spot. And I think. The jig is up when it comes to Luka because people are seeing what he is. Very talented player. Great player. Gets you numbers. Hits big shots. He's clutch as well. But how do you surround him with talent? You know, what, what kind, who's the best kind of player to fit with him? And so I think right now that, that's what the Mavericks are struggling with. We've seen a time that they've changed, you know, Jalen Brunson they had, Porzingis they had. Now they have Kyrie as well. And so Luke is a guy that puts up numbers. He's exciting to watch. But all those other guys, Giannis, 
Jokic. You could argue Embiid has his shortcomings as well. And if you want to make that argument, great. Steph Curry, Tatum. They lead their teams to the finals. Luka hasn't done that yet. Jokic won an MVP award two years in a row. He could have won it last year. He didn't. Maybe he should have. He didn't. How did he respond? He had a great playoff series, and he was the best player in the world, clearly, and led the Nuggets to their first title. He's the best player in the world. I don't know why it's... I mean, it's 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 just it's plain as day to me. <laughs> what, so I mean, what? What do you think? Uh, I I I didn't read it. Uh, you know, I just saw the list. Why are they saying that he's number two? Did they mention that at all? Why is he behind Giannis in this? What's his shortcoming? Is it his defense? Or are they trying to make a point of? I think you're right. Jokic's path to the number one ranking. Isaiah Thomas said Jokic has to be considered the best player on the planet after his championship. Still has room for growth. As Michael Malone said in camp, if he can improve his defense and perhaps be more aggressive with his three-point shot, uh, he could be collecting even more hardware. He who wrote that, Whitey? Who wrote that? Om Yomisu. And I like Om. Om's respected. But what do you want from him from three-point range? Like that's in that's, the playoffs, <laughs> he shot forty-six percent from the three-point line. So what is Om so talking saying, about? Well, he should do it more than right, regular right. season. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy is so phenomenal. Oh my God. He came as close. Nobody can win a championship by himself. Last year, I thought Jokic came as close to doing that as anyone I've seen since, like, Kareem with a box or something. Dang. Nobody can do it, right? right? You can't really do it. It's yeah, an illusion, but it by- he came pretty close last year. And, and I could argue Jokic is probably the single most indefensible player in the NBA. Like, how do you defend that guy? Giannis has his offensive limitations, so you could build a wall, force him into jumpers, and stop him that way. I know he imposes his will, but Jokic does everything pretty good at a high level. He's virtually unstoppable out there. I think so. Yeah, and he just won a championship. So uh, hey, but we, we said about these rankings, right? Yep. You gotta, you know, throw in something a little off, you know, that sends people into a tizzy. I'm sure they're having fun with that today in Denver. Yeah, and I think uh, somebody asked Kyrie about the fact that he was what was he 34th or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he said, "Oh, rankings don't matter." Right. You know what? That's the first time I've ever agreed with Kyrie. Right? Irving. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right. I never thought I'd say that, Kyrie, but I'm with you 100. percent They don't, uh, you know, matter. And the great thing about rankings, though, why? you can go out there and prove it on the court. If Jokic goes back and wins another championship, if Kyrie and Luka advance deep into the postseason, you, we got to look back at those rankings and say, see, it didn't matter. These guys actually got it done. So you're able to prove what you can do on the floor. And so that's why I said yesterday, I would love to see some of these rankings after the season mm-hmm. and see you know, the discrepancy there. Again, thanks for being with us today. Uh, coming up tomorrow, Drive Guys are going to talk to uh, Mike Sando from The Athletic. Wrote an interesting piece about Brock Purdy, and it's not all pro Purdy, okay? All right, good. It's not good. all pro Purdy. Good. Also joining us uh, for the first time on the Drive Guys show will be the great Jerry Reynolds. Our guy, Jerry yeah. Reynolds. Get yeah. his King's insight. That uh-huh. should be fun. Yeah. So nobody better to get us ready for the Kings and the Warriors and the rest of the preseason. Uh, thanks, Kyle. A great job. Great as stuff, always. as always, Thank my you, man. Simone. Thank you, Jay. Thank you for being with us. And we've got Thursday Night Football coming up from Kansas City. Uh, Taylor Swift's going to be out there. Ooh. So <laughs> stick around for the Broncos and the Kansas City Chiefs next right here on Sacktown Sports.